With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. I say Husker, you say power. Husker! 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 Every day's game day, y'all. <laughs> Johnny's already fired up. You guys haven't seen anything yet, really. Yeah, you're not going to get a kind of energy from me right now. <laughs> you just wait, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being here once again. This is The Run. I'm your host, Anna Bellinghausen. Once again, Tommy Fraser, Johnny Rogers, Husker Legends joining me today. We're going to dive right in. So on Monday, we re- recapped the Colorado game. Obviously a loss, starting 0-2, but a big opportunity for the Huskers, of course, with Northern Illinois coming to Memorial Matt Rule's debut at Memorial Stadium, lots going on. Tommy, I want to start with you and your initial thoughts of going into this game. What do you need to see out of this Husker team? Well, on defense, I just need to see them continue playing well. You know, I need to see them, you know, the one thing last week I said, they have to get off the field on third down. The first half, they did a great job of doing that. But the second half, they went seven for nine. You know, you're not going to win very many games that way. So the defense is get off the field you know, on third downs. They're going to they're be successful. In offense, don't turn the ball over. You know, when they mm-hmm. turn the ball over, it stops everything. They, I mean, it, it proved they can move the ball up or down the field. But as soon as they turn the ball over, it, it, it just screws everything else up. So don't turn the ball over. Defense wins games. <laughs> Offense wins championships. It's the other way around. Down. It's, it's other way around. It's other way around. It's no, the defense around. wins the championships. You just—that's what, what you said. The other way around. All right, you got me. You got me covered. I, I got you covered. All right, all right. I got you covered. I got you covered. Well, we got to be winning. <laughs> we got to be winning. Now, I, I think our great our defense did a great job. A great job. I think we're leading the country. Everybody knows we're tough. We got people going to stick it in on in there, and we really need to be dealt with uh, because of our defense. I think we have some work to do on our special teams yet because they're not even thinking about making yards on special teams when you don't have to take it all the way back. You just got to get it where you can get the three here and the three there and come in and get kicking in the get a, you know get a touchdown every right. now and then. And our offense, you know, we just got to. <laughs> I've caught passes over my head. Well, they thought they heard noise and they were under pressure last week. <laughs> They're going to hear a lot of noise. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of pressure. Everybody's booty going to be tight. But it's going to be good. But it's going to be good noise for them. It, 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 but it's going to be good noise for them, though. The fans are cheering for them, not against them. You get nervous. You might not know the difference. <laughs> Jeez, I, I don't know if I can follow that one up. Yeah. Uh, only John can say booty hole. <laughs> I didn't say nothing about the whole thing. I just said, your booty hit tight. <laughs> you see him walk around there and can't hardly oh move. This is how this is going to go. Okay. Um, I want to talk about being at Memorial. This is a really special week. Matt Rule getting his first taste. I want to take you guys back to your first time stepping out in Memorial with the fans there and the experience. Obviously, it's changed since, but what hasn't changed about Nebraska and its fans and just that experience? Well, the fans have always been the same. They've, they've always been loyal. They've always been out there to cheer on, on the Big Red. And, the, and that's the one thing you can count on, whether Nebraska's winning or losing. The fans are the most loyal fans here, you know, and they're going to be out to support this program, support, support Coach Rule. And, that, and I, think, I think it's a breath of fresh air that he's coming back home for, for this game here. 
because because now you know there's a lot of the fans who weren't able to go on the road and see the team play in person. They just so well, what you see on TV is not actually what happens in person when you go to these football games. You know, but now these fans can watch it in person. And they're going to see a totally different football team. They're going to see a team who's out there who's out there competing, who's out there who want to win. And I actually believe that they, they play for each other. Well, I believe that, for, you know, the fans are going to show up, you know, and they want us, they want, they want the players to, to show up. And, you know, uh, it's, it's just, everybody's going to be tense. You know, the player's going to be tense. Matt's got to be tense, uh, tense, you know, because this is his first uh, game in, in, on, uh, in the in the you know, with at Nebraska Stadium, got everybody's looking and waiting. We have to have a win. There can't be more pressure. I can't imagine what could be more pressure than trying to get this first game. And we can't look past Northern Illinois. They beat us before. <laughs> you know, they they gonna be bringing it. Yeah, you know, they, not this year. <laughs> well, that's all right. They brought that's it what we said. Uh, they didn't brought it, and they could think that they've done it before. Uh, they, they can they, do they, it again. You know, we live this oh, is the just, present. Not just the, think they're going to lay down and just take. take I ain't going to say they're going to lay down, but yeah, if no. the Rats lose this game right here, then it's going to be a really long season. Well, that's where the pressure lies. But yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it's in pressure. I, you, you know, I mean, you look at this different pressure. I look at it as an opportunity. I, I truly do. I look at it as an opportunity to really get the fan base, really get the people behind this team, and and what more, more, more to be able to play at home. And, and get Coach Rule his first win. Well, you know? tell me, and, 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 I, and I, I, I truly believe that they're going to get it done. Well, I, I hope they get it done. No, I hope you, I know they're going to get it done. You didn't, you didn't fumble from center either when you were playing, did you? Yeah, but we didn't do a lot of shotgun though. That's different. We didn't do a lot of shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. Yeah, yeah, it's a little different. They got a little bit more challenges going on. You can't take anybody for granted. On any, no, any, on any day, anybody can beat you. You have to be mentally prepared and convinced that you can get it done. And we just don't want to look past this team to another team. That's one thing they always you know, told you know, us. This is, that's one thing you yeah. said. We can't go. This team is not good enough to look past anybody. They got to no, take each no. team as who they are. Because we ain't good enough either. Right, that's, what I'm saying. <laughs> we're, that's what I'm saying. We're not good enough. We're not good enough to look past nobody. The boys club could get us if we give them the ball every, every other down. So, <laughs> But as long as they go out and take care of their business and protect the football, you know, I don't, I don't think there's a chance that Northern Illinois can beat us. Well, I think our defense is going to hold them. They're going to give us a chance. Our, 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 our offense is not proven yet. We haven't proven that we can really get it done yet. And, and so it's going to be a little bit different. We can hold the score now, but to have to be a favorite by, what did you say, 10? 10 and a half. We didn't hardly score 10. <laughs> you know, I mean, really, that's not a given that we're really going to get it yet because they haven't been able – to, to get it going. Why, we don't, we don't have why, special linemen. We ain't got nobody that tough at the tackle. Uh, we don't have really great receivers. But, but, but why haven't we been able to score more than 10 points a game? Because we give it up every series. And, and so if, yeah. and so if every they stop, quarter, so if they stop turning the ball over, Nebraska can Nebraska score a lot of points. Because most of the turnovers have come, with the exception of two last week, have come in the red zone. Or when the Nebraska is going down and drive, you know, so they can stop. Just, just go ahead and finish those drives. You know, Coach Osborne used to always say a kick is just as good as anything. Oh yeah, punt, kick, punt, or kick a field goal. Well, that, that's, that's my thing here. I'm really an emphasis. Football is offense, defense, and special teams. Every drive should kick, end with a kick. Kicking, kicking is in the special teams. 
If we can get three pointer every good single time, we can keep on air every single day. But so if you can punt the ball, that's, that's that's a win for you because now you're not now you basically playing field position. Well, you're putting them back in the hole. Yes. You put them back in the hole, and they have to kick it back to you. <laughs> but we have to we have to do it a couple times. Right, like you said, right. that one time we got to get that one big win. We haven't got it yet. And we don't want to take anybody for, for granted that they can't they can't beat us because they can. They got human beings too. Yeah, you still got you still got to put the pants on. When they put the pants on the same way, you still got to go out and play the game. That's right. Don't get that booty tight. Here we go again. <laughs> second time, second strike, Johnny. Uh, all right, scouting Northern Illinois. So just briefly for people not very familiar, they just dropped a game to Southern Illinois, fourteen to eleven. Probably where Tommy has not much confidence in that Northern Illinois team because. They should have beat Southern Illinois on the books. Uh, their quarterback, a seventh-year player, his name is Rocky Lombardi. So, interesting there. His right. grandpa's name actually is Vince, but yep. not yep. Vince Lombardi. So, sorry about that. Uh, he threw three picks last game. So, they're kind of dealing with the same issues with turnovers. And then their their defense is actually a 4-2-5. So, interesting with four down linemen will be a lot more pressure on Nebraska. So, offensive line is going to be a big question. Well, I, I don't know. I, I actually, I would rather see them more, the 4-2-5 more. Because now what you do, you you, you put more skill, put more receivers on the field to, to spread them out. Mm-hmm. You know, so there, there's ways like when Nebraska plays a three three five or three three five. You know, they, it's hard. You put more receivers out there, but then the run game is, be- is better. You know, so for guys with four down linemen, you, you offset by putting more receivers, on, more skilled people on the field. You know, so I think this plays into Nebraska's hand because I think they they, they feel they have some young receivers, young players out there that that can get open and do things on the perimeter. Well, I think their their quarterback is. is being an experienced quarterback, having you know been there a long time, really is going to make a difference in the confidence of the team because he's been there and done it, you know, before. And he's a pretty tough guy himself, you know. And he, he, they know what they're doing. So, well, like I said, we just got to to know that they're about as desperate for winning as we are. We got two desperate teams out there, and somebody is going to win. And we got to see that we're going to be that one to win it. But it's just not a, a given. Absolutely. And with the weapons on offense, too, it's going to be a lot of young wide receivers coming in. You talk about uh, you talk about those guys that haven't gotten that many snaps, but they're hungry. Right. And so these are opportunities for guys in non-conference games to come in and really prove themselves and show themselves. Do you have any advice for those freshmen coming in? Uh, Again, it's a lot of pressure. You're at Memorial Stadium. You don't want to mess up. You know, the only pressure you have is the pressure you put on yourself. You know, I always tell I always tell young guys. You played this game a long time. There's a reason why you're at, at Nebraska. There's a reason why you're playing a Division One program because you can do the job. Go out there and play the football the way you know how to play it. Don't go out there and think. React. React to what you see. And, and if they do that, they're gonna be fine. Well, I believe you got to tell them it's already over. <laughs> it's it's already gone. You know, they got to feel this is my time to shine. I, I wish we was playing number one. You know, I'm ready to get it done. I want to show everybody what I'm capable of doing. I'm coming from high school. I'm, I'm coming I want to be the best. I want to be on the starting team. I want the opportunity to, to get me the ball. Don't leave me out. Throw me to get me. I will tell you, you know my plays. But they have to believe that they can do it and want to do it. And you can't, don't have to go back and tell them and convince them and pump them all up and whatever. You have to keep them from killing somebody, hurt somebody. You got to have an attitude that you really are ready to do it somebody can't take t- talk you into it if you have to talk you into it we need to get somebody else yeah you either have it or you don't and at this at this point in your career you either have it or you don't you gotta be really wanting to get in that yeah. game wherever you are on that team and whether you're first second third fourth wherever you gotta be 
wishing that you had that opportunity to get in the game. And they're gonna so make mistakes. And they're gonna make mistakes. That's fine. Make it full speed though. When you make a mistake full speed, people respect that. When you make a mistake half speed or no speed, then people you're not gonna make it very long. Well, we we don't talk about it. It's no mistakes. We, we got to keep the mistakes down. Nobody has the opportunity to really be making a mistake. We will pull you, period. You know, the, fear, the fewer mistakes we make, the more opportunities we have to win. So nobody is thinking about, got to be thinking about mistakes are not forgiven. You know, we're not, you're going to make, no, you don't have to. And the game is simply like we have one mistake, one offside in the whole game, but in both teams, both, both teams, one mistake. And who won the game? We did. Because of that one mistake they made. No, we made a mistake. It was, oh, well, it was so, offside. So, 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 so you guys were able to overcome that one mistake. Offside. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, that's what I'm, yeah. I mean, offside, though. Offside is not going to And that's why I try to let people know there's going to be mistakes made. You might not see them, but there's going to be mistakes made in a football game. It's the I hope one, they make them. But it's the one who can overcome <laughs> their mistakes the, the best. And because and, and, I have never seen a perfect game by anyone, any player, at any given time. You know, as a team, you might say it was perfect because you won the game and good things happened, but if you go back and watch film, you can you probably say, oh, this right guard didn't step away his guy, but the running back made a great play to nullify his mistake. You know, but at the end of the day, who can Whoa. make the fewer mistakes in a game? Usually it's the one who's going to win football games. Well, generally, Tommy, if you, if you make a mistake and it don't cost you, it ain't a mistake. It's only the ones that cost you. Well, like I said, yeah, for, for us, for for us, but, but when you get in when you get in meetings and the coaches look at it, it's like, wait a minute, you you gonna mark you down because you stepped wrong. And this guy, good thing you had Johnny Rogers back there because he was able to make a guy miss. Well, you, you got an blocked. opportunity for the next time. Yes. But the ones that hurt you are the ones well, that you know, right? Yeah, those are the ones that we really call a mistake. And like I said, we nobody's perfect, like you said, but to have a five yard offside penalty to be the only thing that happened in one of the biggest games in history shows how close and where you got to be. And I'm sure Alabama, they're not making too many mistakes, you know, all the time. Oh, yeah, they is. Yeah, they well, they winning like that. If you, yeah. saw, you saw the game against Texas, oh, <laughs> oh they made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> they made tons of mistakes in that game. Guys, I want to talk about Matt Rule and just his sentiment over the past press conferences, talking about how he knows this is still this is still a good team, but he sees flashes, but the results obviously aren't there. And you guys talk about buy-in a lot and buying into that culture, and it obviously was a big part of your playing career because you buy into that Nebraska culture and what that is and that identity. As a fan from the outside, what makes you confident or maybe not confident in Matt Rule and just your your showing of what what he's given this team so far and what he's spoken about. We've only seen two games, obviously, but what makes you confident? What, what makes you not? Well, well here's, what I, here's what I'm looking at. You know, and I, and I very rarely go to football games, especially the ones on the road. But I went on the road to Minnesota, I went on the road to Colorado, and I watched those games. Because the one thing I always want to see is how do kids respond to adversity on the road when things aren't going well. And, and what I saw in the first two games is that these kids didn't quit. They fought that battle. Even when they were offense turning the ball over, defense said, okay, it's up for us to stick it up. Now, in the second half of Colorado, things got a little out of hand. But you can tell they, they, you can tell they, they, they trust, they believe in what these coaches are teaching them. And, 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 and that's, that's the key there. First, your head coach, you got a lot of young guys, for, you got a lot of young guys playing, got a lot of guys for, playing for, for Coach Rule for the first time. And his message has been consistent. And in and, and this day in sports, you have to be consistent with your message, consistent with who you are. You can't be one guy, one man, and one guy like I think he's him being consistent in his message and believing in them and saying, hey, 
if we do these things here, we, we're going to be successful. If we do these things here, we're not going to be successful. And that's what I'm seeing from these players. They, 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 they're buying to his message. Well, I went down and I've seen the team and um, I watched uh, Coach Rule coach. I watched people make mistakes and he's pull them out and talk to them right there on the spot to correct that error mm -hmm. right there at that particular time to walk them through the deal. Now, <clears throat> he, to me, he seems like a good coach. The coaches seem like that they believe that he's a good coach. Whether they're buying in, I don't know. I just know that when we were playing, that I would rather slide bare ass on a razor blade than to disappoint, strike. Than to disappoint <laughs> Coach Devaney. Now, they have to, if they have that much commitment for their coach that they don't want to make mistakes and they don't want to lose because not just for me, but for my team and my coach. And that that's, tells me he's a really good super coach. You know, because it's not what I think that makes the difference. It's what they think yeah. that makes the difference. And they see him at all when he gets up in the morning or he stay up late at night. They see all the good things and the bad things. And how are they taking it? I don't really know. But, John, let me ask you this question, though. You, you, you brought, when you, when Coach Devaney recruited you, how many years had he had been the head coach before he recruited you? Oh, he several. Okay. And so that's, to me, that's the difference here. But what, I didn't know him. Well, you, but, I didn't know him. But, but, I got to tell you when but, I knew him. Well, I'm just saying, but, yeah. not, but you, not you knew, but I'm just saying, but he had been here several years, so he had already started laying his foundation before you got here. Because, he laid it here and Matt laid it other places, but, 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 but I didn't know but, 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 him until I knew it. But you're missing the point. You said when you got here, he had already been here two or three years, and his foundation had already been laid. Now he knew that, now I got to go get Johnny, I got to go get Rich, I got to get this player here. We got to give Coach Rule an opportunity mm -hmm. to lay his foundation first. Well, and, and, and as Nebraska fans, and trust me, I want to see success right now. And I know fans want to see success. I just had a conversation with a guy. He's like, oh, it's the same thing, same thing. Give this guy a chance to lay his foundation. It's only been two games. And, and after the first season, you're going to know what his foundation is. And then let him build off that. But people saying that, that, his, that whether he's a good coach or not, it's hard for me to say whether he's a good coach or not because he this is the first year here and he's trying to lay a foundation change. And one, change the culture of what Nebraska football has been for the last 20 years. Well, Bob Devaney... <laughs> Bob Devaney had been here a while. He hadn't won, had winning seasons since Jesus was a kid. You know, right, it's, been, right. it's, been, it's been a long time. So he, he really wasn't, had anything really laid down. He had to come in and get it established. Just like Matt's doing, he came out and got players just like Matt's doing. It's like it's the first year because he had to build, rebuild. Right. It's like Matt's coming here rebuilding from where he was, you know, now he's coming and doing the same thing because he's done it before and hopefully he knows how to do it because the team that he came from, he took to to be a winning team. Right, Temple, right. It took him to be winning. His last two college teams. <laughs> yeah, to be winning. He didn't yes. take them to nothing great, but they were winning. They were winning teams. Right. Yeah. So we hope that we can do that. But when you give a man, any man, I think $75 million, you, you want it now. <laughs> I expect a little bit more out of him than I do. Devaney didn't get seventy-five million dollars. Yeah, know, he, he got he got a, a decent deal. Yeah, I mean your, we, your but, philosophy. We 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 we, 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 Johnny, me, Johnny, all, we don't always agree on everything. This one, man, this one, this one, this one, this one where show. we don't always yeah. agree on everything. And, and, and yeah, seventy-five million dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, but there's a reason why they had to pay him seventy five million dollars to come in here and, and clean this crap up that was that going on down there. Well, you know, we'll so see. so so 
I'm not going to judge this. I'm not going to judge Coach Rule and his staff and his team off two games. It's two games on the road. There's no other Power 5 school that I can think of that played their first two games on the road. It's, everyone else has at least had one game on at home. Well, that, that's great. I hope I hope we pull out of it, but we're in a hole now. We we lose another game. It's going to be very hard uh, with our schedule to get to the bowl game. If we went lose another game now, it's going to put a well, lot why of pressure on. Why are you worried about the bowl game? The option is to win, win each game. No, my, my goal is my goal is to, for us sometime not to get to a bowl game. Let's say I think yeah, I think, so I think not, everybody and goes. And either. you know my deal is you know, always I want, now. I want, I want to be somewhere so partying want, in December too. You know, I, 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 I want the extra part. I want the extra ready, bowl practice too. I'm ready to go now. <laughs> See, so yeah. I hope it. I want it now. So it makes it a little bit more difficult when you lose two in a row. To, Put a lot more pressure on you. You can't afford to lose that third game, you know, because you got a long way to go. Yeah, you have to be correct, but I'm not. Oh. Gonna, I'm not going to sit here and say that 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 if they don't go to a bowl game this year, that this season was a success because we gave we gave somebody we gave other coaches five years they gave some four years a success either, and, and they didn't go to bowl <laughs> games. So, so I mean, eventually something will have to change, and, and we stop getting rid of people because because I mean, you, the more you can, can continue change at the top. It's always going to be shambles at the bottom, because now with, the, with especially with the NIL transfer portals going on, NIL kids aren't going to continue coming to you when they know that every three, four, or five years you're getting rid of a coach, or your AD is changing, or your university president is changing. You say, eventually you got to say, okay, the buck stops now. That we're going to build this the right way. I know the times are different, times are changing, but you got to show confidence in the person that you hire. Yeah, well, that's true. That's why we kept Tom a while. You know, because he he won and we and, kept him. Yeah, and, 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 and what was it? And, and what was his knock? Oh, he couldn't win the big one. He couldn't win the championship. Yeah, and didn't. then he finally got over the hump. I mean, sometimes it takes a little bit longer for well, teams and to get over the hump. I sure wish we had that problem. This can't win big one, but we win all the rest of them. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and who knows? That, that'd be good enough yes. for me. We ain't gonna win the big one, but we we got a winning season every year. Right, and, and that's and, a good problem. And parity in college football is what's 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 making college football exciting. What With does parity? Because you don't have just one team dominating anymore. I don't know. I want to be the dominant team. But what about y'all? Y'all want to dominate? Yeah, of course <laughs> I you want to dominate. Of course you want to. Uh, of course you want to dominate. But, but, but the yeah, point I want to be a dom. I want to be the midget no, with a club. Who, who don't want to be a dominant? <laughs> Well, Midget Club don't always win, though. Midget Club don't always win. If I got a club, he he ain't got no chance with me. And John Pellegrin, a little person. It's not a little person. No, I'm talking about a Midget, little person. They call them little people, people, not Midget anymore. Well, I'm going to beat him down. I told that guy. I want to be be on top no matter what. Like I said, winning isn't everything, but in the Nebraska, we rate it right there with oxygen. It's pretty darn important, isn't it? Yeah, we got to win at all costs, right? We want to be honorable. We don't want to do anything. No, 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 no. She said, no, nah, we got to win at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, we got to win at all costs. Well, that's why I said honorable. They never, we never, you know, like I, I remember being under the pile and guys would twist my ankles and, and try to gouge you in the eyes and they bite you and do all different types of things when they got you. Coach Devaney always told we never tried to do things like that. We yeah. never, we're very ethical. We won't, we play it by, by the rules of the game and we're going to win honorably. John, John, but we're going to win. But, but both of us sit here because we played on championship teams, played in successful programs. But for me, that was almost 30 years ago. Well, for 50 you, years ago. So, and so, so times have changed in the way college football is done. The principle, everyone wants to be dominant. But when I played, there was 115 scholarships. 
now there's only 85. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about 30 less people that, that can come to the University of Nebraska that probably would have come because of scholarship that aren't going. So they're missing out on a lot of players. So you got to try to put the best 85 scholarship together you can. You know, so I think now with the, the transfer portals and the NIL money, people being been out there approached by coming to my university because I'm paying you more. The, the, the dominant programs might be two, three, four years, then they're going to fall off. And then you're going to find some other schools come up. I think Nebraska is prime in a situation right now to where no one's giving them a chance. So now there's time for them to start coming up. And I believe they will. We can see that. I, re- I remember clearly that our dominant part was our first team and our second team on offense and defense. That basically comes out there was that 44 people or something. <laughs> we had other people that were on the right. team. We had 80 some odd people, but I don't even remember half of them's name. They were part of the program for, for practices and for right. different things like that. But we had our primary first team and second team on offense and defense, and we had the guys who were on special teams. And a lot of those guys came from the offense and defense that were played in the, in the first uh, on first and second team. So we didn't need everybody. We just need a good first. When a man gets tired, he's got a backup. And we can fit first and second, should be getting in there all the time with each other mm-hmm. so we can push each other. We don't need everybody. Everybody's not going to be able to play. They might want to play. But they can't play. We got to pay our best players. Yeah. So we play in first and second team people all the time. And so we should be able to pick us a couple of different players for every single position that they can all and see how they're going to be able to work it too. So when I get tired, I want somebody to come in for me. But we can't lose a step. We can't lose a step when we make that move. And we're and we always talking about winning. In two or three years when we're building this program, half those guys ain't going to be here. They're not going to be here. They're, they don't have. They don't have careers anymore. You know, it, but it's not. <laughs> but it's not about whether they're going to be here or not. Those are the guys that going to look like say, "Yep, I helped build that foundation." Yeah, because the younger guys are coming here now. They see there's a culture built here, and that's the biggest problem. I mean, the biggest problem in Nebraska before now is culture, and that's that's the whole athletic the program from when you go from as many ads that we had to men, the men's head coach. They all. Came with their own type of culture they wanted to have, mm-hmm. and John, we talked about this the other day yeah. to where what do they do for former players? What's the culture of former players coming back? How come they don't ask the former players to be around a lot more? Well, back when you were there with Bob the Man, there he wanted the players around because of the type of culture you want. So you gotta you gotta build a foundation, you gotta establish a culture to to where because we all can help in this equation. And, and and I think Coach Rule, that's that's the number one thing. He wants the former players to be around. He wants them to have access to practice. He wants them to be around the player. Before it wasn't that way. And and I, and I just think that give him time, you're gonna see some of the things that I went through that you went through come back. Well, we have no problem, no problem getting him time. We gave him enough money. He's gonna get some time. Well, they got no choice. <laughs> no he's, choice. He, he's gonna get some time. We're gonna give him time yeah, to work yeah, it out. Yeah, but yeah. you don't want to pay a lot of guys. That you're gonna, you're gonna well, time. We, we just paid our last one a lot, one, and he didn't work it out. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, but you paying this one more. <laughs> so, yeah, he need to work it out. So, so, like so, so we're gonna give him time. Well, like I said, I just hope that, and I do not know, you know, the effect that he's having under the players, and that that's the big thing that. Not whether I like you or believe in you. If your players like you and believe in you, if they see that they're really getting better, they are really learning, and you're giving me an opportunity to well, next my next step, I can go to the pros. I can go to to the big time because mm-hmm. the things that I'm learning around here by you and the culture that we're that you're building, the camaraderie that we're building, that we can take into the NFL, and I'm going to be able to be somebody. If I give you my best, then good things are going to happen to me. If I give you my best and it ain't happening. And that's a discouragement. That's going to take me back. I'm going into the portal. 
They're going to have guys going to transfer like they were doing before because they didn't like what was going on. Well, you're going to have that anywhere you go. You know, you, if they don't like what's going on, well, but you got for well, 24, you got 42 guys yeah. that, are, that are really think that we really got it going on. We can win together. Yeah, but, you got, guys, yeah, but you got guys transfer from Georgia who were there when they won back to back championships because they felt they should have been playing. Well, if they felt they should have been playing, they would have been out on the field. Right. You know, so so I, I, I always tell people, coaches don't play the long, keep the best guys on the sidelines because their job is on the line. So if you can play, they're going to find a way, position where you're going to feel because they well, know that this day and age, I might have you one, two, maybe three years, and you're going to be gone. Well, I'm telling you, first and second team, they they on the field. John Dutton and Monty Johnson, they, they were second team. They played second team when, when, I, when I played. Right. And they, but they played quite a bit, though. Great. But yeah. they were second team. But they got in all the time, and they went. They went to the NFL. were all pro, right? For years and years and years, you know. And that's the type of thing. When you bring in your second team, you don't miss a beat. So they gonna get to play. You gonna have you know 40, 40 some of guys gonna get to play, and you got special teams. And that's another thing. We got to emphasize more on special teams. You got to pick guys that you believe that can't, but they're not going to play. Maybe not playing in their first offense, but he can catch. He can run that punt back. We got to get some yards on punt returns. We got to penetrate on, on kickoff returns. We got to keep our offense. Got to get us in a position that we can kick. The worst thing can happen to us is when we get three. We punt. We, we, we punt the ball. The worst thing is the punt. Well, we can punt all the time. But I want to get three points. I know, but like I say, it's just three things: punt, field goal, extra point. Well, you you, you, you got to get a good punter, but our best thing is if we get close enough to get three. Yeah. yeah. Even if you punt the ball, that means you need to turn it over. Well, if we can punt it and keep them down yeah. in the hole, then we got a good start for our defense to get them down there close so we can hold them and then we get three. But some kind of way, we got to get some points. We, we can't be going up and down the field and end up with third quarter. We got seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we wrap it up in here and then open it up for the floor to ask some questions of these guys. I have one that's been burning in my head. Coach Osborne, I didn't personally get to see him coach based yeah. upon my age, unfortunately. But what made him so good? What made him a great coach? I want to know. Well, this is this is a question for me because I was with him every day for four years. And, and to me, it kind of got – I hated it towards the end of my career because he was always in meetings with me. But I think the one thing that made him a great coach was he was very consistent with every player. To where he, to where when he walked, you walk into the room, he knew you, he knew your parents, he knew your brother, he knew your sister, he knew if you were married, your wife, he had kids, he knew everything. And, and, and people know he was also a psychologist, he was a psychiatrist, psychologist, so he knew how to play those games to where he, he, he could get you to do things that most coaches couldn't do. Slide but, bears on a razor blade. Yes, but, 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 at end, <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, what you saw with him – is what who he was, and, and I think there's a lot of there's, I think there's a lot to be said about that. That he truly loved you outside of football. You know, you, you a lot of coaches you just do just care about you just because you're a football player. But I still talk with him today, and he's asked about my kids, he's asked about work, he asked about my parents. I mean, so that's that's what made made him a great coach, and it made made him a great it made, made, making me a, a better person today. We could ask the same thing about Coach Devaney as well. And Coach, I was there yep. with Coach Osborne. They started Coach Osborne was a was the offensive coach when we started. Then he turned out to be an offensive coordinator, and he went on to be a head coach. Mm -hmm. uh, as soon as we left, he took over the job. Uh, the most significant thing that I, I knew about him that we could be out partying on Friday and Saturday night, and we come back in two, three, four o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. and those lights were on in in, in in the field house where he was still up there looking at film. 
he was studying the game. He was really into what he was doing to, to the highest degree. And when he called a play, we were confident it was going to work. But Van didn't call the plays. Tom called the plays. You know, because he was off his court. And he mm -hmm. called he called the plays. But he studied the game. He His work ethic, he and I used to work, used to catch passes and run steps more after practice than we did during practice. Because you, you didn't turn the ball over. Huh? You didn't turn the ball over. Never. No, we never turned the ball over. I'm telling you, it was the it was the worst sin that you could do on our team if you turned the ball mm -hmm. over or if you made a mistake or you had a fumble, any kind of thing that, that hold our team back, it was just a, a, a no no. Right. You just you just didn't this didn't happen. I mean, so it happened here and there, but it was just here and there. Because everybody knew that that's exactly what we didn't want to do. And like I said, he was working so hard and the batting was on it so much that we really, really came out that we were, he was players coach, you know, for the players. And we knew that. So we didn't have a problem giving him our best all the time, especially when you forgive me your best, you going somewhere too. And that's what it's going to take on the next level. You learn that in high school and you carry it on to college and then that will take you to the pros. And when you got guys that, that you really believe in like that, that's helping you as much as you're helping yourself, it motivates you to win, and you push the players. You want everybody to think like this. We got to win now. We could go someplace. We could do some things now, not <laughs> later, now. Absolutely. Well, let's turn it over to the audience. We got any questions out here? Got one back there. Ethan? How do you get rid of the... Hold on, hold on. Get, get a microphone. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm eating a wink. How do you get rid of the mentality that we can't win the close one? We've lost... What's our record in the last two years? One and whatever in close games. How do we get rid of that mentality? It's new players, but the mentality in the locker room is still the same, it feels like. You just got to get to the belief. Believe that no matter how, how tough it gets or how, how tough the times get, that we're going to pull it out. And, and once you do it once, then you know you can do it. But every time, if you haven't done it, because every time you've done it, you've always come on the short end of the stick, then you're not going to believe you can do it. Ball takes one time to do it. You know, so once they do it one time, win a close game, whether at the end of the game, kick a field goal, or they have to stop someone from scoring, you all you got to do is one time. And once you do it once, then it becomes repetitive because you know you can do it. It's believing. But you got to do it once before you can believe. Well, I believe you got to get a winning season once. You know, you can put a win together here and there, but you got you got to get some consistency going in order to really get the the faith going. Uh, we got to be able to do it over and over. We got, like I said, we got to beat you down. A team like Northern Illinois, that we can just rule them. We can just do what we want to do with them. We can do everything we're thinking about practicing that we've been working on that we can work it. I mean, we can work it. Not we can make them do what we want them to do. And we can dominate them because we should be. And so once you get to the point where you should be, then you keep working that and you get better at working that. But you got to be dominant. Teams like this, <laughs> um, you just can't look past. You got to, we have to beat them down. Just a regular win is not really good enough on a team like this. And they could get us. They've gotten us before. You know, we're looking at them. You know, so we have, we have like I said, we really have to, to really want it. And I don't know, you're saying that we have that in our minds and that's already transpired. <laughs> I don't know how they got there. You know, but we've got to get out there where we're not winning the big ones, that we win all the big ones. But, but his question was, how do you want a close game? Not a big how do you want a close game? 
because any game is just win a close game. And so that, that that's what he wanted to know. But if you win one close game, then you know how to do it. But when you, when you haven't done it, then you you can't. You're not gonna win them. So you, you might say, "Oh, here we, here we go again. Here we go again." But once you win that once, then now you oh, we can do this. It's up to us now. And so that's that. But you gotta do it once. Well, it helps if it's a tough game, you know. We just beat them all down. That way, it don't be close. <laughs> <laughs> we got another one down here in front. You know, <clears throat> we're looking at probably the world's best quarterback. Well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and the world's best wide receiver and punt returner. I'm really concerned about the offensive line. I've seen it for the last 20 years. They're lousy. They haven't improved. I didn't see it in the last two games. What are we going to do? Who do they have as wide receivers can run a pattern? so he can throw the ball to him, even if it's a short pattern. Number two, how are we going to recruit some decent offensive linemen and train them to hit the guy right in the nose, right in front of them? I don't get it. That, that's flagrant uh, foul now. <laughs> they don't let you do that. No. They call that bull blocking. <laughs> that's what we used to do. I, I really think that uh, taking a look back at uh, our offensive line, they were moving the ball. They moved the ball, and we caught the ball. It was the turnovers that really took mm -hmm. us out of the game. If they could have kept going at the pace that they were going and been able, to, without the turnover, drive it on in, based on where they started and where they got the turnover, they were driving it on in. It would have happened had not the turnover happened because we were winning. We were winning on the line. They were doing the job. We don't have nobody great, but they were getting the job done. I have to give them that. They were getting the job done, and I'm confident that they would have scored touchdowns had they not turned the ball over. Yeah, I, I just think that when, the, when the, we, we look at our offensive line back in the past, and they were the hard nose, get down, put your foot down, white knuckles, red knuckles, just go. That's not the style of offense. And so, so, so you have to recruit guys based off your style of offense. They got to be more agile, more quick feet. They got to be strong, be big, but then they're not – Taught and then this all time off not you know just firing out the ball. It's zone more like zone blocking, double down type deal, which is okay. But if you watch a lot of college football teams today, that's what they're doing. You know, even Alabama has who was the last team lineup. They're not doing that anymore because the times have changed. Offense have changed. I can't say that I've seen improvement in this offensive line. You know, I I have seen improvement in the wide receiver play. I have seen improvement in the running game. But turnovers is, is beating this team offensively. And, and and if you stop those turnovers, Nebraska will probably be 2-0. Now, if, if they were 2-0, would this conversation be different? Would the, would the demeanor of the crowd be different? Mm -hmm. So 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 <laughs> by me saying that we know the root of Nebraska's failures right now, turning the ball over. So if they can if they turn the ball over one time during the game. It gives them probably an 80% better chance of winning the game than turning it over four. Because the first the first two games, they have eight turnovers. Four games. You're not all you can be you can be Dallas Cowboys when they win the Super Bowls. You turn the ball over eight times, four times a game, you're not gonna win games. Bottom line. So to me, that's the focus for me is that protect the football. And if they do that, then they're gonna get themselves a chance to win. A better chance. A better chance. Any more questions from the crowd? Miss Avery Howard has one. 
Anna kind of asked my question about um, what it was like having the two coaches you guys had and just the advice they'd given you. And I know you guys weren't on teams that have gone through droughts or tough of times as the team is going through right now, but when there were weekends or games that you guys lost or didn't meet the standard that Nebraska football was used to, what was it about the coaching staff or Coach Devaney and Coach Osborne that knew how to make those adjustments immediately or rose the level back to the standard so quick? Well, well I can go back to my freshman year. When we, when it's my, I think it was my third start when we lost to Iowa State on the road. And then we coming off beating Colorado on Halloween that year, which was ranked number eight. We come back and beat Kansas, which is ranked number 10. Then we go to Iowa State, Ames Island, play them, losing them 19 to 10. And Coach Osborne kept telling us during practice, guys, the way you're practicing this week, you guys, you're going to lose this game. And we're like, oh, Coach, it's Iowa State. It was Iowa State. <laughs> and, and, and guess what? We go on the road and we lose the game. And so it, the coaches didn't have to say much to us because they had already told us prior to the game that. If we don't pick it up in practice and prove in practice, we're not going to win. So was, we took it upon ourselves to let, never let that happen again to where we did more time film studying. Some guys did more time lifting weights. Some guys did more time catching balls. Some guys did more time individual blocking skills. You know, so I don't think this team is there yet, but I think the coaches can help by being consistent in their message and not blowing a gasket. Because when you start, when, we, when you're not being successful, you start blowing a gasket, then that's when you really start losing the players. And uh, I don't think Coach Rule is doing that. I don't think he needs to do that right now. I think he just needs to still be supportive and say, hey, guys, we have something great here going. We have something good here going. This is what's stopping us from getting over the hump. And just pick out those things that we can do better. We do these better, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be successful. And I think that's what they're doing. Well, we really had it hard. We, we lost twice in three years. <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> We, I remember it was so hard in my senior year. We, we took it out of Notre Dame at the, at the end and beat them 46 to 6. You know, that's how you show you it's getting to you. You just take the next team and you're going to kick that ass. Is that all, Johnny? <laughs> yeah. No, unless they got more ass. <laughs> oh, boy. Whoever, all right. Whoever Any shows up can get it. There? <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we wrap everything up, quick keys to the game for a Nebraska win. Don't turn the ball over. And I'm going to say that every week, and that's one. And believe it or not, that's that's a major factor in every game. The team who turns the ball over the least usually win the game and, and get turnovers. And defensively, get off the field on third downs. Well, I believe we have to play this team like they're the number one team in the country. We just got there, the toughest team. We haven't won. We haven't beat nobody yet. We have to prove ourselves, and we got to play them as hard and beat them down as hard as we can to make an example out of them. And we have to put more efforts in special teams. And but the coaches have to emphasize that special teams. We got to get somebody that somebody's confident that we can run kickoff returns and we're going to get some yards. Put our best punt guy back. Make sure we get a return back. Make sure that, you know, that we keep it in field position where we can get the three points here and the three points there. Uh, and like I said, and, and it's not good to make mistakes. Tell them if you make whoever makes the mistakes on one thirty stairs. In practice. In practice. Right. And then just walk your ass on up there and get the stairs. <laughs> That's what we did. That's what we did. Yeah, that's what we did. We found the ball. We didn't have the same thing. We just took our helmets and went up the stairs. You run 30 goddamn stairs up them stadium stairs. You're going to be tired of doing it. You're not going to make no mistakes. You're not fumbling. 
Mm, no, it's a big difference. Holding on to the ball, running 30 stairs, you're going to hold it with your life. They got to tear it out your teeth. <laughs> and another, another key I have, we can't have pre-snap penalties. You know, oh, we no. can't have pre-snap penalties. No. If you stop with the offsides or jump offsides, you can't, can't have that. Can't Cause do it. Cause That's Because you, you haven't even given yourself a chance to run a play to, to get a holding pill or anything. That's so, horrible. Well, pre-snap penalties are all mental. Well, guys, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for coming out here. Matt Rule's debut at Memorial you, thank Stadium. You, thank, you, thank you. Give him a round of applause. All right, all right. Husker. <laughs> Johnny, I feel like you need to end this on a Go Big Red chant. Go Big Red. 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 All right, Husker Power. <laughs> we in it to win it, y'all. Thank you, guys. Now. <laughs> <laughs>